Shalom, God's people. Welcome to Christian Sermons with Shadrach Tego. Shadrach Tego is a Bible teacher who loves to share and unveil the power in God's Word. He exposes the truth in God's Word and engages believers in prayer. May you be blessed as you listen to this message. It's great to be here again to continue our series on the holiness of God. As a recap to what we have been considering over the past few days in episode 1 and 2, I would like to point out that we focused on the holiness of God in both testaments. In the Old Testament, it was noted that the holiness of God comes in various facets, namely divine sacredness, majesty and awesomeness, his separatedness, and moral perfection. However, the New Testament concentrates mainly on the ethical dimension of holiness. Also, in the New Testament, we tend to see the holiness of God as though an abstract idea or a distance idea. However, in the New Testament, we see the relational dimension of the holiness of God. And before I forget, I would like to point this clearly to us, that the incarnation that is God becoming man shows us the highest manifestation of God's holiness. And this is evident in the New Testament. Let us move quickly to what we will be tackling for today's episode. In today's episode, I will be dealing with the evidence from scripture that points to God as holy. The first manifestation of God's holiness is seen in the separation of the sinner from God, as evident in Isaiah 59 verse 1 to 2. Man can only get close to God only on the license of the shed blood of Christ, the atonement. We see this clearly in Hebrew chapter 10 verse 9 and also in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 13. Get time as you listen to this podcast to read this scriptural text. They are very important, key to the subject I'm dealing with. This theologian called Are Tori presents a very beautiful case with regards to the relationship between the atonement and the holiness of God, which I find interesting and would like to share it with you. Tori underscores that, and I quote, the atonement has a deepest demand in the holiness of God, unquote. What the holiness of God required when man sinned was for the sin of man to be atoned. Man in himself could not attain that level of sinlessness to assess God. It's like saying to a dead man who had been laid in state that arise and save yourself. It's practically impossible. This is the case of the sinner. There was no way practically he could deal with the issue of sinlessness. There was therefore the need for Christ. The shed blood of Jesus Christ bridged the gap that distorted the fellowship which once existed between man and God as a result of sin. It is because of the holiness of God that the Lord detests sin, though he loves the sinner and opens his arms wide to embrace them if they will accept his cross work at Calvary. I love how this scholar by name Harry Teason summarizes the work of Christ to make us holy before God this way and I quote in God's holiness lies the reason for the atonement and what his holiness demanded his love provided unquote we can see this in first Peter chapter 3 verse 18 the death of Christ on the cross has made it possible for us to come boldly as Hebrew 4 16 says it helps
help us to come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need hallelujah what a beautiful work at a great cost christ has paid for believers the second point which highlights the holiness of god is seen in god's punishment of those who violate the law and in this we are talking about sinners stephen shannock explains this in this way and i quote divine holiness is the root of divine justice and divine justice is the triumph of divine holiness unquote uh, let me explain a little for us to understand what is happening here god exemplified how his holiness and justice as part of his nature are connected by the giving of his only son jesus christ to humanity after the fall due to sin we see that in isaiah 53 verse 6 when one transgresses god's law god has to act to make sure the integrity of his nature is maintained very important truth you need to understand when we transgress god's law god has to act to make sure the integrity of his nature his nature of holiness is maintained tory asserts that there is a need to hold the correct view concerning god's punishment of sin which i think is very important because for a number of us we hold an imbalanced view concerning god's punishment he indicates that a correct view of god's punishment of sin is very needful and he further explains that any form of punishment that relegates the essence of a punishment of sin on the grounds of God's hatred for sin is unbiblical, very shallow, and dishonoring to God. I'll move on to the third point that points to God as holy. The holiness of the Lord is seen in the extent of the purity of his law because he is our lawgiver and judge. Isaiah 33 verse 22 talks about this. God is our lawgiver and our judge. I will go back to what Stephen Shannock has said. He points out that as the holiness of the scripture demonstrates the divinity of its altar, so the holiness of the law shows the purity of the lawgiver. Hmm, interesting. In Romans 7 12, it explains that the law of God is holy and good. This law of God succinctly assists us in knowing what is the righteous requirement of man towards God as well as to fellow human beings. One must understand that since God created man, he is owned by God and must be obedient to his creator. Nevertheless, the most crucial point here is that God gave these laws from his very holy nature and this is very suitable for man coupled with the point is the fact that whatever god commands in his law has a connection with his very own nature his nature of holiness hallelujah the fourth point i will present to us and then we end today's episode on the truth that points to god as holy the holiness of God can be seen in the fact that he created man without spot or wrinkle, created a perfect man before man's fall. We find this in Ecclesiastes 7 verse 29. In Genesis 1:31, we see God declaring all that he has made as good. A renowned author by the name Atta Pink points out that God would not have said it was good if what he created was imperfect. He continued to explain that only that which is good can come from God even including satan and those who could not keep their domains in heaven god bless you for listening to today's podcast i believe it has been a blessing to you let us pray father we thank you that lord even in today's podcast you have enlightened us on the truth that points to the fact that you our lord and our god you are holy we thank you that by your coming in the form of a man 
we see the highest expression of your holiness. What a beautiful thing that you get to be with us and we get to know more of you. We pray that these words and the studies we've had will draw us more closer to you and in godly fear, we'll hold fast to the truth of your words. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Shalom. Thanks for your time. You can send an email to bibleseries662 at gmail.com and share your testimony on how this podcast has been a blessing to you. Shalom. Shalom.